Everyone, welcome to the Gate Alliance Church. We're so glad you could join us for the series Making Change. Do your finances bring you fear or freedom? Whether you're digging out of debt or planning for your future, now is the time to build a foundation that endures. Investing in a brighter tomorrow starts by making change today. If you have any questions or want to learn how you can be more engaged in our church, check us out online at thegatechurch.ca. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's podcast. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to be my slave? How would you like to come work for me, cutting my grass, shoveling my snow, washing my dishes? And receive nothing in return. Uh, <laughs> Um, that is what being a slave is like. You work without profiting or gaining anything. Who wants that? Who plans to live their life as a slave? And yet listen what the Bible says in Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is a slave to the lender. So if you were my slave and you wanted to go south during the Canadian winter to kind of rest on tropical beaches and swim in tropical waters, you couldn't. You couldn't because you're stuck here serving as my slave. I'm making you wash my car on cold winter days instead of washing off tropical sand and tropical waters somewhere warm. Or imagine friends came up to you and said, hey, let's go to uh, the Frontier Barbecue on Lundy's Lane. We can have all you need ribs and brisket and baked potatoes with all the fixings. Why don't you come with us? But you'd have to say no because I can't, I have to go home and cook dinner for Mark. Because I'm his slave. <laughs> that is what debt is like. It makes us a slave. It holds us back. It prevents us from doing what we would like to do, what we would want to do. I've never heard someone say to me, now that I have so much debt, my marriage is so much better. Or now that I have debt, I sleep so much better at night. Or I'm having so much fun now that I'm carrying this burden of debt in my life. What debt does do is give us reason to be stressed. And stress is bad. So that's what we're talking about today. 
And, uh, and so what can we do if, if we feel we're under debt and stress is bad? First thing we need to know is this truth. God cares about you doing well in the area of your finances. After all, money is part of his creation. Money is his idea. It is given to you and I as a gift and a way to help us and to help and benefit others as well. If I gave my daughter a car, I would be giving it to her as a gift to help her and others get around. But with the gift, there comes a responsibility for her to use it wisely and productively. If she doesn't use the gift wisely, and choose to use it and drive carelessly, there will be dire consequences, and this is the truth of our money as well. So God gives us this gift, part of his creation, and we need to use it wisely and responsibly if we're going to realize the benefit of his gift. The premise of this series is just so simple. We want you to enjoy God's gift of financial resources to use in your life and the lives of others. Money is like that vehicle, like that car, providing the means for you to live well and to have fun and bless others. The danger is when we allow money to be the driver. And the danger is when we are at the mercy of our finances, and it determines the direction in which we go. The danger and the stress is when debt becomes our master, and we become its slave. It gives us stress. And stress is bad. According to Healthline.com, stress will cause insomnia. Stress will increase depression. It will give you heartburn. It will weaken your immune system. Stress will give you high blood sugar and high blood pressure and the list goes on. I'm not a doctor, but I'm thinking these are not good things. 
And if you are stressed out because of debt, then you need to make a change. You need to make a change in the direction you are going. You need to climb out of that hole that you've dug yourself in. You need to turn your stressed out life around. You know what stress spells backwards in English? We want to help you do that. Turning your stressed out life into a life of desserts. I don't know about you, but if my blood sugar is going to increase, I'd rather not do it this way. Instead, I'd rather do it this way. And the burden of debt doesn't just affect us, it affects others around us as well. Many of you have said, I wish I could give more to help people who have real sincere needs. However, with our financial situation, I'm not able to do that because I'm a debt. I'm enslaved to debt. Or I wish I could help my kids, I wish I could help my church, but I'm not in a position to do that because I am a slave to debt. Not only does debt affect us physically and in our ability to help others, but it affects us spiritually as well. It was Jesus who said this, and Pastor Joanna is going to give you the correct Chinese. This is the wrong interpretation. So can you give the? Whoever can be trusted. It was Jesus who said, Whoever can be trusted with very little can be also trusted with much. Simply put, if we're bad managers with what God has given us already, there's no reason for Him to trust us with more. So if you don't want to be a slave to debt, and you want to be free from that, and you want to crawl out of that hole, understand it just doesn't happen. You need to do something. You need to make a change. And this is why we're offering here at the gate something we've been talking about called the money course. Don't just keep wallowing and crying, woe is me, but take control and begin to take stress or steps to turn stress into desserts. The money plan that we're offering in February this month uh, is based on biblical principles we read about in God's word. 
啊，计划用钱，他们有一个 money plan 哈，计划用钱的这个课程是从二月份开始，他们是呃根据圣经的原则来制定的。And that's why it works. 所以呢，它就很有效，很助效。The money plan is a Canadian-friendly version of Dave Ramsey's financial piece, which has helped literally hundreds of thousands. Of people. Okay, this course, it is called Dave Ramsey. It is a self-financial course. Now it is Canada. And it can help you. It can help many people. It helped me. It helped me. Nine years ago, I was $60,000 in debt. We heard Dave and Isabel say, how many years ago? Four years ago, hundred and thirty thousand dollars in debt. Oh, he is ah four years ago. Ah, four years ago, he has thirty-three thousand in debt. Ah, thirty-three thousand. We're debt-free today because of what the Bible teaches. We want to share that with you in the money course. I want to share that with you in the money course. On his radio show, Dave Ramsey invites people to call in or come in person to the lobby of Financial Peace headquarters in Nashville, Tennessee, and do something they call a debt-free scream. 好，在这个就是他们这个课程的这个创办人 Dave 呢，他会邀请这些人打电话或者是亲自到他们的总部，就在美国的田纳西州的一个一个城市叫 Nashville 这个地方去做什么呢？做一件事情，就做那个无债一身轻，就还掉债务以后的一个 scream， 一个大叫叫声。And these are real people like you and I. 这个就是真实的，像你和我一样。Even churches have done this. 就是有的教会也这样做。People who suffered under debt and got free from debt, and when they do, they do this thing called a debt-free scream. 啊，这些欠了债务的人，他们有一天终于还掉债务以后呢，他们来做一件事情，就是无还掉债务以后的一声尖叫。It's a lot of fun. 这个就是很有意思的。One of our own church members here told me a few Sundays ago. A member in their family who was under great debt became debt-free through this course, and did called in a debt-free scream. Ah, we, ah, church's one member told me that his family member also had one person who had been under great debt. After the debt was paid off, they also did this scream of debt-free. So I want to encourage you this morning by showing you an actual debt-free scream of a real person. I now want to encourage you to watch this video and have fun. In the lobby of Financial Peace Plaza, Clay is with us. Hey, Clay, welcome to Nashville. Thank you. Glad to be here. Good to have you. Where do you live? Uh, just outside of Dallas in Forney, Texas. Oh, fun. And what are you doing in Nashville? A debt-free scream? Anything else? That's it. Fun, fun. So how much have you paid off? About 44000 And how long did it take you to do that? Uh, 16 months. So 16 months ago, you decided to get out of debt. Tell me your story. Well, um, like I said, I work in the oil fields, and uh, I had a work injury that uh, made it to where I couldn't work on the rigs anymore, and I, I was in a truck running parts all day, and it was just a, a, just a low time for me personally. And uh, I had no idea how horrible my finances were, but uh, my heart was just in a bad space, and I, and I needed some positivity, so I'm flipping through the radio stations, and 
I hear this guy with a southern accent talking about he's better than he deserves and I uh, just wanted to hear more about it and uh, at first I just listened to the show for entertainment purposes I like the way you help people and uh, after a while it's just like all this truth just gets ingrained in my mind and I realized that my, my life financially is just at a mess and uh, you know I have two kids a seven-year-old and a two-year-old and uh, and I and I, I just I made the decision that the mess that I had is that's the end of it and I wanted to do something different for myself and I wanted to do something different uh, for my boys so that was it the time to kick in the overtime and uh, get this thing taken care of and so that's what I did that's what got you started huh very cool that's neat and so kick just listening on the radio that was the whole deal yes sir wow I love it that's very fun what kind of debt was the 44,000 some of it was family loans. I uh, bought a house a while back uh, for my two kids and their mother, and they uh, we, ha- we had a, a family loan to take care of the so we wouldn't have PMI, and then I had some um, uh, debt consolidation. I had uh, the other small loans. I had some restitution, uh, restitution that I had to take care of. What restitution? Tell me about that. Um, well, uh, I used to be a bank robber, and I served some time in prison. And uh, Yes, sir. And uh, I got out August 31st of 2010. And uh, when you take money from people that, uh, you know, it's their money and you take it, you have to pay it back. So the fancy word for that is restitution. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, the last thing I paid off was the restitution. That was actually just Friday. I went, wow. Yeah. The last little chunk of that was... Uh, down in the courthouse in uh, downtown Dallas at the federal building down there. Took them their money order, and that was that was it. That feels kind of like a, p- a portion of the past that really needs to be left in the past is over. Oh, buddy, you have no idea. I bet. I mean, when, when I left uh, the 14th floor there, uh, and, and I don't want to exaggerate, but to say that it's the same as the day that I got out of prison is how I felt when I got in the button and I pushed one on the elevator to get out of that place and I was done. And that was it, man. My past was in the past and I didn't know anybody anymore. And that was the end of it. I love it. Praise God. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Good for you. Proud of you, man. Very cool. Hard work, overtime, a goal, and a whole different kind of freedom when you you yelled that free today, huh? Mm-hmm. That's different than just paying off a little MasterCard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you get the federal government for restitution off your yeah. back. That's that's a big monkey off the back. It's a it's a that's a nice way to put it. But you know, I put myself in that position. So you know, when you have to man up and take care of what you did, um, you just do it. And it's not anybody's fault but mine. The situation that I was in and uh, to to bring myself you know, to to be done with it is is a big deal. I bet. I'd be, I'd be doing the Snoopy dance if I was in your shoes, man. You're doing more than that. <laughs> you, you, Screaming and hollering. <laughs> you know all about grace, huh? I do. Yeah, that's very cool. And, you know, I got to tell you that one of my favorite parts of the whole conversation is how you just square your shoulders and man up and go, it was me. And I'm the one who made the mess. I'm the man. I'm cleaning this up. And... Um, I think there's about 8 million people listening to this show right now that are going, amen. And a few of them that need to hear that, that they need to man up on something. Um, we all do occasionally. We all got to take ownership. I remember when I went broke, I blamed everybody else for a little while. And then one day I finally figured out it was my fault. And that was probably the turning point for my whole life was taking responsibility for my actions. And you definitely did that beautifully. Love it. All right, Clay from Dallas, Texas, $44,000 paid. Paid off in 16 months, making 65 with overtime up to 100, and he is 
debt-free. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! <laughs> Gosh, absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Wow. I loved what Clay said. The day he got out of debt was like the day he got out of prison. Because he was no longer a slave to debt. He said also I had to man up. I had to take responsibility. It's easy for us to blame others or to blame circumstances for the hole that we dig ourselves into. But once we get free from debt, our marriages are better. Our health is better. Our churches do better. Because stress is bad. But giving is good. And in 2 Corinthians 9:11, we read this. You will be enriched in every way. Why? So that you can always be generous. Notice God is giving you a promise here. You will be enriched. He doesn't say to his followers, you might be one of the lucky ones to be enriched. He doesn't say some of you or most of you or a few of you, but you will, you will, you will be enriched. And the reason being this, so that you can always... Not sometimes or most times, but always be generous. The rest of the verse says, and when we take our gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. Imagine people being thankful to God because you are obedient and generous with what God has given you. That alone is reason enough to be generous with what God has entrusted you with. In your notes, wherever you give, you are a blessing. Wherever you give, you are always blessed. Some way, somehow, God says, I will enrich your life. 
because you sought to enrich the lives of others. Again, listen to what God's word says. The, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Giving is good. Wherever you give, you're always a blessing. Wherever you give, you're always blessed. God has given to us his son. For God so loved the world he gave. Giving is good. He gave because we have a debt, a spiritual debt that we could not pay. So Jesus paid a debt he didn't owe. Because we had a debt we couldn't pay. And this morning we are going to remember what Jesus has done for us in Holy Communion. We want to remember that our salvation cost Jesus something. And through him, and through him alone, we can be set free. So I'd ask you just to pause for a moment. And be aware if there's anything in any sin in your life that you need to come before Christ and confess and ask forgiveness for. Because I can't set you free. The church can't set you free. Only Jesus can set you free. So take a moment, let's be quiet and listen to God and confess any area in our life where we have fallen short of His glory. Because the sin in your life has separated you from God the Father and has separated you from heaven and eternity. So I'm giving that you may be set free. That you may know life and life to the full. That you may know life everlasting. That you do not have to perish because of what I'm doing here on the cross for you today. The night before Jesus went to the cross, he met with his disciples just as we are meeting today. And he told them, he said, this is my body which will be broken for you. Eat and be thankful.
耶稣被卖的前夜，他在最后晚餐的说：“这个是我与你们立约的新约。” In the same way, he took the cup. 然后他把杯举起来。So this is my blood. 啊，这是我的血。Blood represents the sh-、uh, the giving of life. 血代表着给予生命。I'm giving my life for you. 我把我的生命给你们。Drink and remember and be thankful. Lord, we know how unworthy we are. Lord, we know how unworthy we are. And I try to imagine just how much you must love us. That you would take upon my sin. And the sin of all of those who would confess. And pay the price. You pay the price that I deserve to pay. Ah, is I have no way to pay it. Thank you for that great love. Thank you for your love. Help us to show your love to others as we build your kingdom. Help us to show your love to others as we build your kingdom. Help us to show your love to Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We make these messages available to give you a window into our church, but also an open gate for you to join in with our community. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m., and we look forward to seeing you soon. And know that there is a place for you at the gate. Please remember to visit thegatechurch.ca for more information about our church.